Blog Talk Radio. Know that someone's loving you 
No matter how you say it, it only matters what you do. Each day, please take the time to tell someone that I love you. make this look good. Topic 
underneath the sun. We talked about cancer. We talked about smoking marijuana. We talked about, uh, I think we talked about everything but apartheid. Um, you know, big shouts out to Heavenly uh, Nelson Mandela had his crossing over last week. Also, big shouts out to my Aunt Mahalia, who crossed over as well the, the day before Mandela did. And big shouts out to my old, my old elder mentor, uh, Harry Doss, up in uh, D.C., Virginia area. If you ever took a tour on the tour bus in Virginia, I'm not in D.C., and you like was going around the town, and then the person was talking on the microphone. It was an old school light. Like, it was an old light skinned dude. It was a, a, a brother, but he was he was light skinned. What we may call high yellow. That was Harry Doss. He was um, an amazing, enlightened individual. One of the things he taught me about enlightenment was, shh, don't tell nobody. Shh. I was like, what? You 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 a tour guide? Now he had other stuff going on, trust me. But just in the basis, he, he he found a way to enjoy himself and share life with people. So big shouts out to Harry Dobbs. Big shouts out to my Mahalia Johnson, Mahalia Hillier Johnson. Rest in power. And big shouts out to Nelson Mandela. Rest in power. Sag season came by and did a lot of work. That new moon was something serious. But you're going to have to catch me on one of my astrology shows before we go into that. Tonight we're talking about what? This flu shot. Ah, This is not awesome, baby. You know what I'm saying? And the hits ain't just keep the hits. The hits are just not keep on coming. I'm definitely going to have to go get the, uh, let me go get some, I'm going to have to go get some gunfire because tonight we're going to have to be shooting down some some things that are not necessarily what we want to be having in our cipher. And if you don't know what the word cipher is, you could say that's your surroundings or, um, yeah, you don't want to have these things in your surroundings. So tonight we're going to really talk about some of these um, topics about the flu shot because it's everywhere. Can I please go somewhere and not have 10 or 15 signs alongside the road that say, get your free flu shot here? I want to know when you're going to have a sign that says, do you know what's in the flu shot? When are you going to put that up? Has anybody said, what's the ingredients? (laughs) Well, guess what? I do have a scientist tonight. She's, like, talked about it a little bit before, but it's going to, we're going to, we're going to do a little, um, we're going to do a little, little, give her, give her a lot of the floor tonight to talk about the ingredients of the flu shots. And just going to, because my doctor, that's on my panel, my scientist, Ms. Elizabeth, Dr. Elizabeth Weiner always gives it to you in a very common sense perspective of why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that? So um, it's, it's, it's going to be a very interesting show. We're also going to find out why are almost 50,000 people looking for and Googling 
side effects of the flu shot. Hmm. Who who does that? That's that's a super interesting uh, that's a super interesting thing thing right there. Obviously, somebody must know something. And if fifty thousand people per month, on the average, are searching for something about the side effects of the flu shots, hmm, they must know something. And there's a lot more people on Google that may know something. But my goodness, there seems to be a lot of people who don't or have never heard of flu shot reactions. So tonight, we're definitely getting ready to go into that and do the oops upside your head and hopefully pull some cars and wake some people up. But you know, I cannot do it by myself. No, 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 no. Never have, never will, and don't want to. I got to bring in my co-hosts, one of my co-hosts, and one of my favorite people and panelists. Jack, you got a combo job. I believe in hustle commandment number six. You know, business is personal. So I have in just he's a, he's just a great person. Period. Just by itself, he's just a great he's just a great man. He's a great guy. He's a great friend. He's a great mentor. He definitely has the mentor mentality. He's an awesome husband. He's an amazing scientist, and he's also a great leader because he is the leader of the American School of Scientometry. And I was just talking to him the other night about some things going with Coach, and he was like, maybe you gotta, we got to check out this gluten in your system. So I love him. How, and this was like 7.30 at night. He was still on his dean, still working it out. So I really appreciate him. Without further ado, I want y'all to put y'all hands together for a doctor. Oh, he just got his new office in Winston, Salem, North Carolina. Put your hands together for Dr. Charlie Abbey. It's awesome, baby. Dr. Abbey, welcome to the show tonight. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, Coach. Once again, Centology Night with the Coach Kaye. Yes, I appreciate you being here, man. What's happening with you? How are you feeling lately? Feeling good, you know. You're always too kind in in these introductions, and and we really, really appreciate it over here in Centometry. I know Dr. Nardi and Dr. Weinig does as well, and and of course all the the audience as well, the listening audience does. But you know we're we're steady pushing in in Centometry. Uh, you know, next month is the you know the beginning of 2014, and we're going to be starting up a new um, six month program. And in in symptometry, and uh, lots of people are 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 signing up. And if any if anyone is interested, I ask that they move uh, as swiftly as possible, as the seats are going rather fast. I'm and coach, um, you know this is uh what two years now we've been on the uh, air together. I mean, because I know it seems like we took a break last year after. 50 shows, and uh, it, it's really a a wonderful thing, and it tells you what we have in centometry and and why we always will learn something, why something is always coming around the corner for us to improve and to help those that we care about. So I'm, I'm always glad to be here and to uh, see what creative and new things that um, show up on this show on a uh, regular basis. 
I, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally in the driver's seat with you on that, brother. I'm, I'm riding in the back seat, driver's seat. I'm all in the Winnebago. I'm, I'm on, I'm on everything you said right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Winnebago. Okay. I'm in the Winnebago. I'm in the sometime with your Winnebago right now. You know, I'm back there oh, looking man. at the, at the, at the 67 inch uh, flat screen. I'm smelling mm. uh, some, uh, some lamb meat pies in the oven with some um, oh, the meat pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lamb meat pies in the oven while the bison, yes. while the bison, while the bison turkey sauce is on top of the oven, sitting beside my black eyed peas. Okay, all right, you going straight symptomatic on this this evening, and I yeah, like and, that. And, and 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 with the chilled mango juice that I just picked up from the farmers market yesterday. I know. Right. See, I snuck up on you yesterday. Normally. Y'all know when I go to the farmer's market because I posted on Facebook. I got the pictures. I just haven't posted them yet. But my refrigerator light right now, when you just open it up, you know how they be singing the song, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. When you open my refrigerator right now, (laughs) it's beginning to look a lot like science. I mean, there's so many greens in there right now that – I was just, I was like, man, look, real talk. I mean, some people may look at this and say that's crazy. Went to the farmer's market yesterday. I mean, the freezer is crazy. The refrigerator is crazy. And I had a long day today. I had to go do some massage work for a friend of mine for like four or five hours this morning. Had to put some nurturing and some healing down on some people. Really felt good about that. I've been doing a lot of uh, touching and massaging and nurturing this week. And... I was on the way home. I said, man, if you go home and open that refrigerator, there's so much stuff in there, you're going to get confused. I said, go down to my, my, my restaurant. It's like a cafeteria at the bottom of my hill. I said, I'm just going to go down here and get me a veggie plate. So I just came on down and got me a scientific plate. And I said, if I go in there and cook, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to stand in front of the refrigerator and just be like, what do I do? Do I do collards? Do I do turnips? Do I do squash? Do I do broccoli? Do I do lamb? Do I do salmon? What, what do I do? So I was like, just let me go down here and uh, just make it real simple and get me, and, and uh, get me a veggie plate. So I was um, that's how I did it tonight. And hopefully tomorrow I can go in there and make up some uh, make up some kind of monster dish or something. I probably will soak me some soak me some navy beans tonight. It's about time to yeah, turn it up on that. Thing to do. And then probably you know what, man, I don't like telling all my business like this, but I think tomorrow I'm gonna do the sardine stew. So, is anybody in Atlanta who is still playing around and has not got the Sometimetry cookbook and you have not had the sardines stew, if you call me and let me know that you're on the way, I will put a small portion aside. You're not going to get a big plate. I'm sorry because I eat it oh, all. Man. Oh, yes. The sardines stew is excellent, man. It's, it's hearty and it's uh, very filling. And it's full of purines. Mm, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes, and sir. sometimes, well, just in my own personal experience, that sardine stew is one of the dishes where less is more. Because I know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I like a I like a big plate, but I learned with that sardine stew, don't put a bunch on my plate because I can't, I get stuck afterwards or I don't finish it or whatever because I just be like, wow, this is my normal portions, but it's filling me up. But you know I do it. I got a little bonus stuff going on in there too. So, yeah. So look, let me let me quit talking about t- talking about that because when I did leave the farmers market, what got me agitated was 
all these dang signs around here talking about get your flu shot for free. What's up? What's mm-hmm. up with that, Dr. Abbott? Well, I mean, this, this is the season in which, you know, they want to introduce the flu shot to, you know, base every citizen that is will take it. <laughs> you know, uh, that's essentially what's going on. But you also know that there are, you know, there are many side effects, and, and these are for people who really have not been introduced to a, another way. So it's a simple way because, the advertisement, the uh, physicians that they go to, the family physicians that they've gone to for generations, perhaps even decades, um, that that say, okay, you need a flu a flu shot to make it through the winter time to make sure that you don't come down with the latest strand of uh, a virus or bacteria that's floating around in um, you know in our environment and. And so people are more apt to get them without really knowing about scientific living. And a person who doesn't know about scientific living will be will have you know this will be more susceptible to coming down with something than someone who is living scientifically. Because you know one of the first things that I heard Dr. Nardis say. Um, on the radio show I heard many, many, many days ago, uh, he, he he said that um, we want you to stay healthy from January 1st to December 31st. And for that to happen, that requires a, a lot of knowledge and, and patience uh, to keep on thriving. You know, and these, you know, vaccines that they, that they give people, they're actually in you know, introducing a a particular virus into their body, and and you know, so that the body can then build up an immunity to some of the other microbes and viruses that are airborne in our society that are just you know sitting on a desk in school, and oftentimes you, you see how you know school children end up with it more than anyone because they're around each other and they're, they're dropping things, they're touching things, and, you know, without cleansing their hands or the surface properly. So these are germs that are left in and around our environment, and this is how they attach themselves to a weak point or what we call, what do we call even in um, Asian medicine, a tear in the uh in the way, chief, you will, there's a weak point in there. Um, so this is how a, a lot of these viruses are passed on, just person-to-person contact or person-to-surface contact. And these these vaccines now are, are a way in which they try to control and minimize the amount of illness that people in society experience. However, they oftentimes create more problems than they than they solve because of the you know heavy uh, metals that are in them, and that they even cause further blockages and and down the road, you know they can actually even cause even more chronic illnesses. Um, you know, um, I look at I look at everything like a like a modern day Beirut. You know, I came up in the 80s, and for me, I know Iraq has been, you know, crazy, 
But Beirut, to me, for my life, was the first Iraq. You know, it was always about somebody shooting and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I look at this at this war that we are doing with the flu or any other disease as like a modern-day Beirut. If you know when you wake up in the morning and go outside, everybody's shooting, then you should go outside with a bulletproof vest on. Now, how do I equate that to symptometry or scientific living? I say you need a strong immune system. Knock, knock. Do y'all hear me? Y'all don't hear me, though. As a, as a rapper say, y'all don't hear me. <laughs> Somebody came in. Look, you got to have a strong immune system. And guess what? I'm going to tell you the number one way. Doctor, now, this, and not even Dr. Nardi has written this in a book. He knows it, but he has not written this in a book, so I'm going to try to be the first to say it on the air. Do you know what the number one cause, in my opinion, of a weak immune system is, Dr. Abbott? What's that, sir? A hard Let's head. Okay. A hard head. Wax in now the ears. True. I think when you get wax in the ears and you got a hard head, your immune system goes down. Because after almost 60-something, 70-something shows, people still don't have a strong immune system. I never hear you calling me with a cough. I never hear your beautiful wife, Tammy, talking about she got the shivers. I never hear anybody at Symptometry Headquarters talking about I got the shakes or I got a fever. I never hear Kimberly or Dr. Nari or Dr. Wayne. She don't never come on the uh, show talking about, excuse me, I'll be right back, my phone. Because all these people, listen, they got great hearing listening skills. Mm. <laughs> hey, Coach, <laughs> well, we, well, you know what's interesting about that hard head? We have okay. a particulate. We have a particulate for that. Uh-uh. For, uh-uh. for whoa, obstinacy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got a hard head. Got a hard head particular that Doctor Not to tell you more about it, but it's but yes, we we have a hard head particular. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> all, all they have to do is just call in the symptometry and, and just say, you know, I'm kinda, you know, obstinate and hard headed and things like that. We have a particular for that. Man <laughs> tell me about it. Well, before we get into Dr. Nardi, I want to I wanna let some people know who maybe this is their first night joining in on the show. I want them to uh, meet another one of my favorite people on the planet, not just because she's a symptometrist. You know, she's funny. She has a sense of humor. I love people who laugh. She got a very analytical mind. I love that. She got an easy-to-remember phone number, you know, in Greensboro, North Carolina, the 1020. And... Of course, she 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 dabbles around in the in the in the esoteric sciences of astrology, you know, because she's not hard headed. She has great listening skills. So I want to bring her in right now because I know she's ready to contribute to this conversation. She probably already got something funny to tell me. She and the thing is, she don't try. She doesn't even try to like a, a stand up comedian. But I think that when we do have our First annual Stumptometry Talent Show. I don't know when it's coming, but I'm putting it out there in the universe. I do need her to either be the MC 
or she needs to be a feature doing comedy. I'm telling you, this is she's an amazing scientist. She's an exceptional representation for her family name and her lineage. She's an amazing doctor, an amazing healer. And like I said, I only hang around the best quality and character of people. She is one of the, she's an outstanding healer as well. Y'all please put y'all hands together for Dr. Elizabeth Wynick. It's awesome, baby. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. How How was my favorite I can't, man, I can't tell you which one of my favorite the other people start getting jealous, and you, you don't need none of that energy sort of around. So just how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm working on my strong immune system with scientific eating and living. You working on your what system? A strong immune system. Mm, you caught that. You caught that. You caught that. Okay, 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 okay. Have you have you noticed any um, cases of uh, that you need to prescribe some hard headed particulate that Dr. Abbott is talking about? <laughs> well, I've been trying to I've been trying to figure this out. I I don't I don't know if it's hard headedness, which I agree there is some, but I think it's just uh, it's almost paralysis based uh, <laughs> in fear. Like there's there there's an inability to move forward or backward or side sideways, just trying to trying to do the best a person can every day, and they just can't move out of the box to move anywhere other than where they are. Mm. I, I think an interesting question to ask. So simple, but if this vaccine gives me immunity. Why do I have to get the vaccine every year? If I Uh-oh. had immunity to the flu, why do I have to get the vaccine every year? She went there. I told y'all. I knew she was gonna come in, Dr. Abbott, with that rocket fuel. <sighs> Go ahead, build on that. Come, come on, Dr. Wine. Come on, come on, come on, church. Let's have it. Well, simply put, the immune system is the bone marrow. It's the white blood cells. It's the platelets. It's it's, um, uh, something called leukotrienes and um, eicosanoids. These are message molecules that are made um, from fatty acids uh, in the cells that provide a defense system. So when when a person uses the the word immune system, I'm not really sure if the person really knows what that is. But it's essentially healthy healthy bone marrow. And there's two types of immunity. There's what's called um, acute phase uh, immunity, which is media, which is um, uh, managed by uh, the white blood cells, uh, there's something called macrophages that go in and eat dead tissue. But that gives uh, an um, antibody response. And in the vaccine world, that's called efficacy. 
So the only thing that a vaccine has to prove, a vaccine company has to prove um, to put something on a market is efficacy. Well, what people don't know is that the aluminum compounds that are put in the vaccine are going to produce an immune response because they're highly allergenic. They're going to re- they're going to produce an, an, it's called the acute phase, an immediate um, inflammatory response. Uh, many people get redness at the injection site or itching at the injection site. And if you measure in the blood people who've been vaccinated, they will have acute immunity. But that doesn't mean they have something called late phase or humoral immunity, which is mediated by um, T lymphocytes that um, manage the long-term immunity from an illness. So if a person, for instance, gets measles um, or chicken pox or the mumps, and goes through the phases of infections, they will have had the acute response, which everybody knows, the, the, the red spots, the itching spots, the swelling, um, and then develop true immunity. Vaccines do not give true immunity. They are efficacious, but they are not effective. And effective is the technical term, the technical term for, for a vaccine vaccination that has provided true immunity. And vaccines do not have effectiveness. They haven't been required to show effectiveness. And why exactly that is, I don't know. But um, just by the very design and the the fact that there's aluminum, aluminum is added as what's called an excipient, EX. C-I-P-I-E-N-T, to create an acute immune response. But it doesn't mean that the person will have immunity. And it's interesting, too, along these lines, um, as I was sort of researching this a little bit myself, that anybody who wants to can go to the um, a CDC website, and I believe it's www cdc.com, and there is a PDF file called vaccine excipients and media, which means the fluid that um, these vaccines are bathing in. And I'm looking at the one right now for influenza. Um, There's several different types, but... um, One that's fairly often given, um, afluria, if we look at, and this, this is actually just for um, adult vials now, but the excipients, what's in the flu shot, beta-propiolactone, thimerosal, which is mercury, which, which would be present in a multi-dose vial. Mercury has to be in there as an antibacterial agent. Monobasic sodium phosphate, dibasic sodium phosphate, um, monobasic potassium phosphate, potassium chloride, calcium chloride, sodium prodexacolate, um, neomycin, an antibiotic, polymyxin B, and egg protein, which is the um, egg protein is what uh, supports the culture of the virus. All those other things 
the sodium phosphate, dibasic phosphate, these are pH adjusters. So it's 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 a it's a lot of chemicals <laughs> creating what's called a chemical reaction, but it doesn't it doesn't give a person immunity. So I go back to my question. If the flu shot provided immunity, why do I have to get the shot every year? Do I have to get a measles shot every year if I've had measles? I'm, a, I'm immune to the measles. So I'm just planning that in everyone's uh, mindset, <laughs> the question. Um, uh, and, and, and ask people to just just go a little bit deeper and just instead of saying, okay, um, I don't want to get the flu and sign me up, tell me a little bit more, you know, tell me more about this. How many people are going to go in um, to a car dealership and to have the car dealer say, you need this car. If you don't, um, you're not going to be able to get to work. And the person says, sign me up. I'll take it. That's not going to happen. People don't make decisions about other things in their lives without asking questions. I don't know why people are making decisions about their bodies without asking questions. So something to ponder. Wow, that's cool. Are we there? Dr. Wani? I'm here. I I don't know okay. where Coach is. Yeah. Oh, my fault. I'm, I had myself on mute. I'm looking for I'm looking for Dr. Uh, Abbott. Yeah, I, I, I said, Dr. Abbott, you see she just came in and just poured it on immediately, right? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Like so uh, she made what I call probably the best point. You know, if it's a vaccine, why do I need it every year? Whew. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> I guess they just want to give you a shot. I guess it's for people who just like getting shots. It says it's a flu shot. You know, most people, you get the flu after you get it. That's what I thought it was. When it says you get your free flu shot, like if you haven't gotten the flu yet, you can take this and we can help speed up the process. Now, maybe I'm a little off. Maybe, you know, but, hey, it seems I will get the shot and say I feel much worse. And me, myself, I've never had it. And... I feel great. Matter of fact, I'm going to get some pineapples and munch on them tonight while I go here and bring in our third heavy hitter on the panel tonight. I don't want to sit and have him sitting too much longer. He already pressed one to put his hand up. I know he got something to say on this because I definitely got to, I want to find out why he thinks 50,000 people are searching for the flu shot, the side effects of the flu shot or flu shot reactions um, every month. This is the founder of symptometry. Some call him Uncle M. I call him the CJO of science, the founder and the unleasher of the greatest healthcare you've never heard of, symptometry. Please put your hands together and get on your feet for my main doctor, 
Good evening, Dr. Narty. Oh, good evening, uh, Coach Kai. Good evening, Dr. Warnick, Dr. Abbott, and your great audience. Good evening to you all. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Thank you for joining us again, Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Narty. I know that in Chicago, you can't even leave your headquarters and go down to the post office or go to CVS. You may go to CVS because you need a fingernail clipper. You know, and sometimes we cut out, we cut, we cut our fingernails. We can go to CVS to get a fingernail clipper. You know, we don't go all the way to the back, to the to the pharmaceutical section, you know, but we, we'll go in there and get a, uh, a fingernail clipper or maybe a fingernail file. Your wife may say, bring me some uh, nail polish remover, and you being a Great husband, you say, okay, honey, I'll pick up some nail polish remover from CVS. And you go into CVS, and somebody is asking you, sir, do you need your flu shot today? We got free flu shots. They just bombard you. What? How do you handle that, Doctor Nardi? Oh, um, uh, I will tell him. And in fact, um, even though this is hypothetical, it happened in real life. It is true. Uh, um, but I did not go to CVS. I went to Walgreens. So and I, when I when I when I when I went to Walgreens because I was looking for a fluffy, uh, a small fluffy blanket. So I went there and then I was asked a question about uh, if I needed a flu shot, you know. And I just looked straight into his eyes and I asked <laughs> her back. Um, have you had have you had yours already? And then there was no, and, and and there was no answer. You see, uh, you like you want to give people flu shots, but you yourself you have not you have you've not had your flu shots. What 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 does it say about the product you are selling? What does it say about the product you are marketing? I come to your house. I come to your house and you cook food. And you will not taste your food first, and I will touch to taste that food. No, uh-uh. not me. <laughs> not you, Doctor Martin. So this says a whole lot about the flu shot business. It's, it's business, you know. People, you have to create jobs. It's business. And I know many, many families. I know many families who have not had a, who have not had shots. And uh, I'm treating families right now who had a baby and they, they, they refused the shots. And they are giving natural immune boosters, natural immune boosters from symptometry. You know, and you know, we have. According to microbiologists, we have over 25,000 different bacteria. 25,000 different bacteria. Over 112,000 different strains of viruses. You heard Dr. Wanek mention the different uh, uh, categories of uh, uh, strains of influenza. Stop counting them. Give a person blanket for his circulatory system his lymphatic system, and all his cells, as well as the mechanisms and the systems, and then the person 
will keep. Oh, man. We are made, we are born for life on planet Earth. We are made for life here. And viruses, bacteria, and moles or fungi predate human existence. Before we eat something, they will have to sit on it first. They will have to taste it first. They have to urinate on it first before we get it. And if you do not know to remove all these things, how to sanitize this, eventually how to sanitize your lymphatic system, your circulatory system, you are you you will be in for, for for a big surprise. Know how to live on this planet. You don't need flu shots. You don't need them. Instead of targeting only five bacteria. Eh? You are targeting five bacteria, and then you are leaving streptococcus alone. You are leaving staphylococcus. You are leaving all these pneumococcus and all. You are leaving them alone to cause more havoc. The best thing is protect yourself and keep living for decades and decades and decades without a single solution. So this is a message that symptomatic brings to the world. Mm. You heard, you heard, you, you, you heard um, Dr. Abbott say, mention the word obstinacy. You, you started by saying hard-headed. Well, people are, are they really hard-headed? Well, they may be up to a point when they are very obstinate. We are, of course, it's true, we have a particulate for obstinacy. And we treat the uh, children, uh, well, the children who are very stubborn and all that, we have a particulate for them. And then we have adults who are very stubborn. And then some people who say, okay, their husbands are very stubborn or their wives are very stubborn. Yes, we have a particular for them. But the problem is that this obstinacy is going to drag other people's lives into dirt. Because if you have a father who is obstinate and he will not like to give root cause uh, protection to the children or to the whole family, what will the whole, the whole family will suffer because of one person's obstinacy? Why can't we solve this problem? We just a particulate. So this is what I have to say. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How can, how can you have all these versions of the hard-headed particulate? You got, you got, that sounds like you had almost as... Many versions of the hard-headed part. You got one for the husband, one for the wife, one for the children. The list just goes on and on. No, but we have to. We have to. We we have to do it because you see, the husband may be obstinate, but the other allied symptoms that go with that obstinacy may not be the same as the, the as 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 the as the array of symptoms of the wife. And then uh, of, the, of the, 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 the son who is 20 years old, then the daughter who is 16 years old, well, it's different. Obstinacy is the main, is the main problem. But there are other symptoms also, you know, that, that, uh, that, come, that come with obstinacy. You have to address it. That's why you must have different particulars for all these people. <laughs> oh, boy, boy, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, 
Let me move on to the next question, Dr. Nardi. Everybody is not taking the shot, but it's still being pushed so much. And people are on Google. I was talking to my boss over at headquarters today, and we were looking at some of the phrases that people are searching for. People are searching for side effects to the flu shots. Now, you've been doing what you've been doing for over 20 years. You have a very high percentage of curing people. You've proved it. And even people coming to you with common cold, people coming to you with the flu, have you treated people who have gotten the flu shot and have side effects of the flu shot and have said, Yes, 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 yes. The common, the most common side effect is breathing difficulties or asthma. That's the most common side effect. What? That's the most common side effect, breathing difficulty and asthma. After and I tell how you, do, after and, I tell and, 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 and of course, you heard Dr. Wanek say something about aluminum, aluminum hydroxide and all that, and some, some of these uh, adjuvants. These are things that do not dissolve. They are there. Wow. And how do I how do I know that? Because we have we have a list we have a portfolio for asthma. We, now, if we do not know what causes your asthma, is the particulate that will tell us what causes your asthma? I will give you a vaccine particulate for vaccinosis. I will give you a, a vaccine particulate, and if you're able to breathe. And if you don't have any more problems, well, curing is proven. <laughs> curing is proven. Dr. Nord, I got some I got a special guest for you tonight. I got a I got somebody who who got a quick story before I you know, I can just hit you with the questions about the Weinick and them. But I was on one of my social networks and a friend of mine said that he, oh, I should just let him tell the story. <laughs> let, me, let me just let me go to the line. I want you to hear this. I want everybody to hear this. Call us on the 336-580. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Mr. Jenkins, your microphone is wide open. How are you feeling today? Doing all right, man. Uh, I'll just call you the way in on you, man. I, mean, I used to work, you know, I was a um, psychiatric tech, mental health tech at Moses Cone Hospital. And we, you know, as a part of the job, had to take the flu shot. Yeah. That was just wait a minute, part. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. As a part of your employment at a psychiatric institute at Moses Cone Hospital in North Carolina, you had to take the flu shot or they said we want you to take the flu shot? Now you was it was from, from what I remember correctly you you had to take it as a member as a member of the staff and I could partially see the logic on it like this anybody that came through our hospital came through the emergency room so I mean although I'm aware of the of the you know the risk of vaccines and all that 
if you know, if the, if the stomach virus was going around at the main hospital, it was going around at the psych ward. The flu was going around, it was going around at the psych ward. Any illness, whether it was MRSA, you know, um, bat, um, bacteria, bacteria like staph infections, all that, we had it there. So it was one of those things where I could see it as a precaution, although it was also seen as invasive and kind of a violation of your rights. Then the question came up with, do you want to take it? You know, you had to sign certain paperwork. There were certain exceptions that people could get. So, I mean, I saw it from both sides. I'm not, you know, particularly trustful of all vaccinations, nor do I believe in a completely unvaccinated society either. So, I, you know, I, I kind of had mixed emotions about it. However, I didn't personally experience any reaction to the vaccine, and I, I, do, I do remember some of my coworkers feeling like they had uh, cold-like symptoms, like a mild flu after they took the vaccine. Wow. Hope stay on the line. What uh Doctor Doctor um Doctor Narden. They got it made it mandatory. And you had to go through you had to jump through hoops to get out of it to take that. What are you what is your response to uh hearing that story? Oh no, um, his case is his case is not his case is not unique. We have we have many people, we have we 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 have pilots. We have pilots, I'm teaching pilots who also have the same who have the same problems. The airlines is mandatory, I understand. So what we do is we give them the vaccination neutralizer. So go keep your job, keep a roof over your head, keep your car, keep your car and your family intact and everything. And then all you have to do is take these particulates to neutralize vaccinosis. It's as simple as that. You see, but... Uh, Especially if you are in this, uh, understand the gentleman, you know, you are in the psychiatric, uh, you, are in the, uh, you are in the department of psychiatry and, uh, or in the emergency room and uh, all these people who go through the emergency room. I mean, uh, there are people who are very vulnerable and they carry their vulnerability with them wherever they are going, you know. And then if you are also vulnerable, you have a piece of them, you know, a piece of their problems. So... Uh, in order not to contaminate uh, to contaminate other people, I mean, uh, this is why uh, the government or the service or the, the department has taken this, uh, these precautions, so that you don't turn around and sue them, uh, you know, for, 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 for creating a very, very um, hazardous uh, working, env- work, work environment. You know, it is it's, it's legal. It's legal. It, uh, they do not want you to sue them. You know, so oh. now they are taking the, now they've taken the precautions. You see, so you see, I, I work with people who work for the FDA, so and those who are former FDA workers. So I know what you have to do in order to protect, in order to protect your, yourself or your entity from lawsuits. You see. And if and if you keep suing them, suing them, suing them, all that, I mean, there will be no money. Eventually, people the premiums will have to be raised to the roof because people are being sued everywhere. So you have to take these precautions. So all we are doing is implementing is go ahead, keep your job, take your vaccinations, but there is a particulate to help you to neutralize this. We have people who travel. People travel, and they come, and they get the vaccination because they have to go to somewhere where or they, they have to take a yellow fever uh, shot, this shot, that shot. Fine, go and take it, and then take this particulate. Seven days after you've taken the particulate, uh, so seven days after the shot, 
you take it. Don't take it immediately. Take it a few days after. You know, this is how it is neutralized. You don't need these shots. Thank you. Thank you. Brandon, so now yeah. he brought in the legal he brought in the legal aspect. Now I know you understand corporation gotta protect their money now, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Because see this is the type of conversation that me, you and your brother have had for years about how are you gonna force me to take a shot? And I don't know if you were on at the beginning of the show, but Dr. Weinick, who was in Greensboro, brought up an excellent point, especially for an intelligent brother like yourself. Why do I keep taking a vaccine every year? If this is the vaccine, why do I have to take it every year? It must not be too effective. But that, so, from what I understood, like this is the information that we're giving. Of course, you know, you don't take, you don't everyone take anything, you know, for face value. Was there apparently? Each year, you're studying a different flu strain. So when you get the flu vaccination, there's no guarantee that it's going to work against the flu necessarily. It's working against what is predicted to be the most dominant form of the flu that year. That's correct. That's correct. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, Dr. Wine, Dr. I want you to reply to that. He, he, he said well, he, he came out with what the hospital was going to answer. He gave you the hospital. The problem with that is that the flu, the flu strains, this year are not the strains that are in the vaccine because the, the flu strains that are in the vaccine were from the predominant viruses the year before. So uh, what a person is being vaccinated with is what's, what's the most predominant strain the year before. And it's regardless, as I said, there's a difference between efficacy and effectiveness. No vaccine has been shown to be effective in providing long-term what's called humoral immunity. But it is true that corporate entities like Moses Cone Hospital have to protect themselves because if they have outbreaks of illness, either in their workers or in the patients, um, and they have an unvaccinated population, it leaves them open to huge um, uh, legal risk. And they can't they can't take that risk. That's why they're that they're the, the working population, uh, the workers at at the hospital are required to take not just the flu shot, but the hepatitis, uh, the series of hepatitis vaccines, um, because it's it's it, it serves medical legal purposes. So there are constraints uh, within uh, within the. Um, environment in which we live where we have to follow certain rules. But as Dr. Nardi has pointed out, even if the vaccine is required for whatever reason, then there can be um, the neutralizers given that will um, prevent the long-term complications, especially of heavy metal toxicity, which is um, neurologic disease, MS, Alzheimer's disease, um, uh, Guillain-Barre, and um, other other neurological complications from heavy metal toxicity. Okay, Brandon, you're the dorm director, or I'm be the dorm director of A and T. I need you to get a group together. I need you to get about 25 students over there together so I, we can bring Dr. Wine and Dr. Abbott over there and talk about this intelligently. So 
I'm gonna lay that in. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lay that in your lap, cousin. Uh, you, uh, I'm not working the A and T anymore, though. So, uh, well, <laughs> uh, but, you, know, you know, I would always be up to it. Okay, well, we just want you. To, okay, well, we need you one as a community organizer. You, you were over there for a long time. You know how to get the ball rolling. So, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be prodding you along, or urging you, or, or, or finding some way to get you enthusiastic about. Seeing if you can, uh, or at least talk about the subject on your page. You know, you got the hip hop heads over there. Ask the people in the rap industry what they think about the flu shot. We got, we got to get this information out there. All right. Yeah, and like I said, if you and if you want to spread that word to A and T, I can definitely put you in contact with some people that can probably get you to the right folks. Now I'm not working there, so just get at me. All right, I appreciate yes, that. Sir. Thanks a lot for calling in tonight. All right, peace. Thank you. It's awesome, baby. Boy, 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 boy. Uh, go ahead, Dr. Abbott. Yeah, I mean, th- these are things that, that we definitely need to put out there because, you know, what would it be? How would things be without the flu shot? I'm sure that they would be worse. But now that we know through symptometry there's a, another way to go about this. You know, now we now we know about scientific eating, scientific living, and how to ionize blockages. So therefore we can take the you know, take the appropriate steps now and you know, make it a better way for everyone. It's just gonna come about through the education process. You know, but as Dr. Nardi said earlier, you know, it's it's all it also relates to jobs. You know, someone has to to make that that vaccine in in some, you know over at some lab court and lab company or something. You know, so um, it's a it's a lot that that goes into all of these uh, vaccines and and uh, inoculations that they that they're producing. There y'all go again, shining light up under the carpet. Uh, y'all pulling the carpet back. Oh, uh, yeah, everybody. Now th- we we just talked about this last night too about and this. I don't know if the show will go in this vein. I'm gonna try to bring it back to the flu shot, but so many jobs will be lost. You know, um, if well, you know, I mean, it's a shame for one that people are looking to say, I'm going to still if I go there and get the flu. So the hospital is going to say, I'm going to give you an old strand from last year's flu <laughs> to protect myself from a lawsuit that you're just looking for a reason to sue me because you're disgruntled. To me, that's another, that's, that's like a mental condition. Uh, Dr. Nardi, where you just sitting around waiting to sue the hospital. The hospital trying to save people the best they can with what they got, and now you just sitting around here wanting to take pot shots at them because you don't want to go to work. What's, 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 do you have a particular for that? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, this is this is just this this calls this calls for good thinking and quick thinking, but uh, you know. Uh, at the same time, 
if uh, you have a very foggy mind and your brain is very foggy, well, then you will have a particulate for that so that you, you, you think more clearly. Yes, uh, there will be a particulate for that for clear thinking. Good, 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 good. So for those of you who just waiting around for, for somebody to, so you can go to Walmart and fall down and so you can get a paycheck, <laughs> we want you to reach out, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and cut that mess out. That, I'm, I'm just saying that that's not scientific the way I expressed it. So, and another one of my panel, panel peers may express it differently, but just in simplest terms, cut that mess out. Quit trying to go somewhere and get hurt so you can get paid. No, don't do that. You you need a consultation. You need to call Dr. Weinick or Dr. Abbott or Dr. Nardi. You need to get on the line ASAP. Call them early in the morning, 5, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, and get you a long consultation. And just be like, you know, I'm, the, I'm an ambulance chaser. I'm not an attorney. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um. Dr. Nani, we all, so you talked about the uh, flu shot reactions. We talked about the uh, ingredients, and we also talked about the legalities of um, of the flu shots. Um, <clears throat> what are some of these symptoms of the quote unquote flu that if people had a basic knowledge of symptometry and scientific eating, they'll be able to recognize some of these symptoms. So for people, this is their first time. Can you talk about what the doctors are now labeling as flu-like symptoms? And please give us some background on where these flu-like symptoms really come from, not just hard-headedness and, and earwax, but what are some of the more scientific reasons why people develop flu-like symptoms and please, like, name some of them. I know you said one of them was, or one of the reactions was, you know, asthma-type conditions. But what are some of the flu-like conditions that people develop that makes them run to Walgreens or run to CVS? And Coach Kyrie is not promoting CVS or Walgreens. I'm not trying to put nobody out of business either, but I'm not promoting them just because I'm mentioning their names, there's other places, too, that you can go get, you know, this mess in your system. But, Dr. Nardi, please uh, take it from there, please. All right. Um, we, I will give you the symptoms, but uh, since we deal with root cause therapeutics, uh, we will address the root of, the, of these symptoms. Uh, the first one is sneezing. And uh, sneezing, you know, you start sneezing and sneezing and sneezing and sneezing and sneezing. Okay. This is that you are coming down with something. Um, Dr. Wallet mentioned the red bone marrow. Uh, we have white blood cells called the basophils. When your immune system is low and when they are not properly nourished, they will release chemicals called histamine. Now, what are you going to do? You are going to, you are you going to, uh, to, to I'm not, I, would like, I would not like to mention uh, a particular store per se, but you go and buy an over-the-counter antihistamine. 
I mean, your battlefields are telling you that we have a problem here. Then you are going to buy a drug that is going to suppress the free expression of the root cause of your problem. I mean, that, this is a very counterproductive method. Don't suppress the symptom. Address the root of the symptom. And what causes, what makes them to, what makes them to, to produce this reaction is lactic acidosis. Your blood is full of lactic acid, saturated with lactic acid. Now, at the stomach level, you are going to irritate your goblet cells. Then you are going to overproduce mucus. This will translate into flag in the nasal passage. It's going to translate into flag. Then, if you suffer from cystic fibrosis, then there'll be, your lungs will be filled with uh, 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 the kind of mucus that is very difficult to detach. Glue, glue-like mucus. All right. You, you eat something that, is, that has more hydrogen, that is hotter, this mucus that is difficult to detach will, will melt. And because it will melt, or because it has melted, it will translate into what? It translates into running nose. So you'll be blowing your nose, blowing your nose, blowing your nose all the time. But be, and because you are using so much energy to blow your nose, you'll be tired. You'll be very tired. And you may not be able to think properly. You, your concentration will be very low. Your focusing will be totally down. So these are some of the symptoms of the flu. Then you are going to have joint pain. All right? Cortisol is out from the joints. The adrenal gland is not producing enough because there is too much lactic acid. We are going back to lactic acid. In 1918, what happened? The flu influenza epidemic that killed 6 million people from Europe to the United States. 6 million people. And mm. that was just lactic acid. They did not know, they did not have an idea about this. And because the joints are affected, the eyes too will be affected, and then you go to your eyes, your, the, your eyes will be inflamed. You have red eyes or bloodshot eyes. You have itchy eyes. You have teary eyes. And then, when you have too much of lactic acid, you are going to develop fever. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to buy something? Are you going to buy nasal spray? You keep taking this nasal spray. What are you going to develop? You are going to have uh, uh, you are going to lose your sense of smell. Thousands of people out there cannot smell smoke anymore. Their house can be on fire. It's the next door neighbor that will come and knock on the door and tell you that, hey, there's smoke bellowing out of your out of your window. They have lost their sense of smell because of this nasal spray. 
So these are some of the symptoms. In a nutshell, these are some of the symptoms, and the root of the symptom is lactic acidosis. We have formulation B to remove lactic acidosis and stop doing symptom treatment. You have fever, you are going to buy Tylenol. Then you have, there's something called Tylenol flu, this flu, after salsa and all that. Oh, I'm not saying they are, they are, non, they are nonsensical, but all I'm saying is you now have a choice between root cause therapeutics and symptom treatment that will make your condition worse in the future. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, here's a question. And while we're on nasal passages and loss of smell, and being this is the season in which, you know, more people are apt to come up with uh, nasal congestion and things of that nature, what about those individuals that use these neti pots and um, clean the nasal passage on a daily basis that they sell in the health food stores around. I I um, had one person who had been using these nasal neti pots for for probably 20 years, and they lost their their smell. The smell would, their sense of smell would come and go, and, and even the taste buds were affected. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But you see, Dr. Abbott, you see, um, life is about creation of opportunity sometimes. It's because you are ignorant, somebody will take advantage of you and will create a whole line of business out of your ignorance. You don't know the root cause of influenza. You don't know why your nose is running all the time, why you are always accumulating mucus. You, you've never heard of the word, the name goblet cells before in the stomach. You've never heard of it. So what are they going to do? They're going to, they are going to create a line of business and register the business and this legal entity, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. Well, says Dr. Abbott is, psychic. I was going to throw him a, 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 a examination question, Dr. Nardi, from the board <laughs> and, and, and say, or either he or Dr. Abbott, I mean, but Dr. Weining has put in so much work tonight, I'm going to ask Dr. Abbott. So, Dr. Abbott, what about the people that say, well, I'm having flu-like symptoms, just let me eat some raw garlic? <laughs> I know Dr. Nardi wants to answer that one, but I'm going to let Dr. Abbott go ahead. I mean, first of all, why do they even want to eat garlic? I mean, is that something that was told told by them? You know, they read in a book somewhere to say, oh, you should eat garlic? It's in the air. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to be the devil. I'm going to be the garlic advocate because the garlic got all of these good, healthy qualities and every time I look at a picture on the Internet and healthy foods, garlic is on there, and it's got, you know, it just supposed to kill all the bad stuff. So the flu is bad, and if I eat garlic, I'm going to feel better. Dr. Nardi, stop laughing. Stop laughing. That's what they say. If I eat garlic, it's got more antioxidants or something like that than everybody else. It's got the highest capacity of 
anti this and anti that. It's the anti everything. All I got to do is eat some raw garlic and I'm going to be straight. What you got to say now, Mr. Sometimeter? <laughs> Again, my whole question is why are you eating the garlic? You know, I mean, because, I got, because I got flu like symptoms. Okay. My, All right. My well, nose. I mean, every, uh, everything that you consume or everything that you you feel that you need to consume based upon your symptoms don't always fit into the category of of being able to address you on, on a, a cellular level. And the garlic, you know, you know, what type of garlic are you going to consume? Is it going to be cooked garlic? Is it going to be garlic powder? Is it going to be, you know, the fresh garlic bulb that you crush and that will, will burn you as you try to, de- to ingest it? I mean, what type of garlic are one. you going to use? That's, a, that's, that's the one. That's the one. We're going to get the fresh one. I'm going to peel You're it. get the fresh garlic. <laughs> I'm going to smash it with a knife and, 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 and take it off. I'm not going to cook it, though. I'm going to just throw me just throw me a bulb in my mouth. Wow, wow. I'm going to tough it out. It's going to be hot when it's going down. It's going to burn, but I'm going to take that. Now, well, what's, wrong with well, who, what's wrong with taking that? Well, who's going to want to be around you in your presence, first of all, because you're going to smell pretty bad? <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to smell, smell garlic leaking from your breath. But at the same time, garlic has health disruptors in it. And it will it and it and it causes lumps and tumors, especially when you consume it in its raw state. So you so a person needs to, to know exactly what they're consuming and what they're ingesting before they just go on a an idea that, you know, I should take something just because it's natural and that it that it that it won't hurt me. You know, that you know, God put it here and and if God put it here, then it should be for you know the betterment for for mankind. You know they say in the Bible, such as you know that the, the herb is for us to consume. But that but you have to know exactly what you're doing and how to prepare it. So it goes in the preparation. Now I, I understand the garlic. If someone if they're if they're feeling hot, why would you consume something that is 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 hot? It's garlic. Why, why would you do that? You know, because now are you driving more heat into the body because ultimately there is an imbalance in the pH level anyway when a person has some type of uh, pathogen coming on. So you have to be very, you have to be aware of the things that you consume and definitely garlic is one that, that has health disruptors and it slows down the circulation, the blood circulation as well because, because when someone consumes something that takes too many enzymes to break down, it's full of molybdenum, which is a no, which is a known a health disruptor, and vanadium, which garlic has. Then you're putting more stress and strain on your on your cells and you know, and on the enzymes to break them down to pr- protect you from the other pathogens and environmental toxins that are out here. So even though a person may say 
they know something about garlic, if you don't have the scientific evidence of it, then then I would I would definitely stay away from it. Mm. <laughs> well, voila, uh, Doctor Doc uh, Doctor Weinick or Doctor Nardi, would you would you all like to uh, add on that? I'm chuckling over here because <laughs> I, I am chuckling over here because uh, when I was studying naturopathy, and you know, garlic is big. You know, the school of naturopathy is big, 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 big. And uh, one one thing we said about garlic was the antibacterial and antiviral properties of garlic. So. All right, you have to you have to you have to regurgitate it in order to pass your exam. But now, when is <laughs> when we were in the laboratory, uh, we slice garlic, uh, but first we we use the electron microscope to see to examine the, the petri dish, and there were a lot of bacteria in there, and we dropped the garlic in order to see whether. Uh, 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 the antibacterial properties of garlic will keep these bacteria away, the bacteria away, or will kill them after five minutes. <laughs> That's what I was talking. After five minutes, bacteria were doing kabuki dance on the uh, on, on, on the garlic. <laughs> they are completely overcome garlic. And they were sucking the growth factors, the sugar, and everything from garlic. Then, <laughs> uh, that, then the, the teacher, I mean, the instructor of uh, the, our instructor, she shook her head. She shook her head. You see, these are people who are trained to maintain the status quo. Garlic is good because it fights cholesterol. Garlic is good because it fights it fights a, a, a viruses and all that. If a person has AIDS, will garlic cure that person's bacterial infection or viral infection? Mm. No, it will not. No, it will not. Garlic is a folkloric stuff. It has no scientific basis. That's why I was chuckling. Wow. I mean, how many times have you seen these little brown spots on the garlic or the, the, the little, like, borders? There'll be borders around it when you peel back different parts of the bulb. I mean, that's a, a fungus on there. That's correct. And then you... That's clavicets, correct? Wow. So if it's so anti, the fungus shouldn't even be able to grow on it. <laughs> wow. Y'all y'all doing too much tonight. Where's where's somebody somebody let me see can I call the other food police? Because y'all y'all are really y'all are really here clapping down on somebody tonight. 
This is this is this is a tough one. If anybody wants to call in tonight and get a little piece of this, the phone number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. If you have some flu like symptoms, you considering going to get the flu shot, you just got the flu shot, you got a you know, something that you say, Oh man, every time right around this time of year, 'cause that's see that's the media. That's that's the media. That's that that's their campaign. They are Using neuro linguistic programming, you know me. I'm the, <clears throat> I'm gonna put them on blast, Doctor Weinick. They using neuro neuro linguistic programming to get you to say what they're saying on TV versus thinking for yourself. Right around this time, so many people get the, and next thing you know, you go over and tell Doctor Weinick, I'm going to get my flu shot because you know Doctor Weinick. Right around this time, Doctor Weinick is looking at you saying. I don't. Right around this time, I get more people like you coming to my office telling me what somebody else said. Wake up. I'm going to get Dr. Weinick a super sober for Christmas so she can just stand behind her desk and say, stand on that plastic. Stand right back up. No, no, no. Get off the carpet. Stand on that plastic. This is a pool, Dr. Weinick. That's right. Just get in the pool for a second and just soak down. I don't tell them you got it from me, Dr. Weinick. That's just going to be a present from an anonymous Anonymous admirer. But I went. Now, the brother who was on, um, let me give out the number again, 347-205-9089. The brother who was on earlier who was working at the hospital, he just sent me another message and said, coincidentally, this just came in his feed. And it said, three flu shot myths debunked. So now somebody already heard about the show. They heard... um, this is from Reader's Digest. This is from Reader's Digest. This is fresh. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what the date on it is. But Reader's Digest now. Reader's. Now, this is not a medical. This is as Dr. Weinick was picking this apart. She said, it's not a medical journal. This is Reader's Digest. It's not a medical journal. Um, one-third of the people, the folks at the doctor polled. So here goes a show called The Doctors. Who are they? What kind of doctors are y'all? And how much are y'all being paid? That's another subject. It said um, that the shot, you know, introduces inactivated viruses into your system. Your body's antibiotics mount a response. So if you encounter the flu, your immune system will be better equipped to fight it. This can trigger mild aches, a low fever, and soreness around the injection side for a couple of days. Don't mistake these for the flu. Then it says, well, should I delay vaccine if I'm under the weather? It's fine if you have, this is what the sentence says now, everybody. It's fine if you have mild respiratory symptoms like a cough or runny nose. But if you have a more severe illness, get a flu shot at a later date as the CDC suggests. The vaccine could be slightly less effective. Plus, if you already have, watch this, what? Flu-like symptoms, you won't know if you do if, if they're due to the vaccine or the actual illness. And these people are whoever wrote this letter is something else. Now, I mean, they must have wrote this while they were listening to the show. They said the flu strands targeted by a flu vaccine are based on ones which the CDC predicts will be the most prevalent in a given year. Big shouts out to Dr. Wyman. She just said that. And this is a Reader's Digest. She was not on the, this is not, she, she just said this on this show, live radio. 
which is determined months in advance of each flu season. Sometimes the strands that circulate are a good match to those in the vaccine, and sometimes they aren't. Now, his, the argument is getting ready to fall apart right here, Dr. Whitey. During the, um, during the years that the match isn't as close, people are more likely to get sick despite getting vaccinated. Say everybody said together. Say what? Say what? You tell people are more likely to get sick despite getting vaccinated, but research shows that the vaccine is still about 50% effective. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Somebody say, Dr. Weinick, you up first. 50%? That's all you got for me? Dr. Weinick, calm me down, please. Please tell me something to make me calm down, please. <laughs> Again, we're talking about specific, specific scientific definitions are not translating into a, what's called a layperson's understanding. So when, when the people that wrote that say it's 50% effective, what they mean is 50% efficacious in stimulating an immune response to make antibodies. That means efficacy. But that does not mean it confers immunity. And, and the, this is the difficulty that I find with trying to discuss scientific terms with people that don't have an ability to understand what that is. And ultimately, people will operate from the place where they are. People will move from a place where they believe and from their level of understanding. So it's not really required to, well, and it's, it's impossible also to make someone change. It's not, not going to happen. So what I can do is to continue to try to explain in the best way that I know how the differences and make clear that efficacy as a scientific term does not mean immunity. The vaccine, the flu vaccine, does not give a person immunity to the flu virus. Hmm. Yeah, but they only say 50%. Now, who, who wants a 50% chance? Well, never mind. <laughs> let, me, let me go over here and take the call. Well, yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying, Kyrie. It's, it's not giving a person immunity. It's, it's causing an antibody response. So it means that 50% of the people that didn't have a response have a really weak immune system. These people are the people that are going to have the, the long-term consequences of vaccines, and this isn't something we've addressed. And that's the difficulty is that how you compile statistics. At this point, a study can never be done because we don't have the scientific basis yet to understand what these vaccines are doing at the cellular level. No one is talking about what the vaccines do at the cellular level. And in fact, if you talk about um, heavy metal toxicity and adjuvant toxicity and excipient toxicity um, to a, a pharmaceutical representative or to a pharmaceutical company or even to a doctor, they don't have the context to understand this either. And they think it's just a bunch of 
of, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, the nonsense that, you know, there's no proof for that. You know, how, there's no proof. You know, prove that to me. Well, the proof, as Dr. Nardi says, is in what cures the person who has vaccinosis, who got the flu from the vaccine. And this was one of the problems when, the vac- when vaccination was first um, brought to the forefront by Edward Jenner, um, who was an English physician in the 1800s. Um, he recognized that milkmaids who got cowpox, which is a different virus than smallpox, but the milkmaids who had cowpox were immune to smallpox. They had developed immunity to the smallpox virus from getting cowpox. And as the vaccine was being developed, the primary problem with the vaccine is that people who are being vaccinated with cowpox um, were getting sick. We're getting, um, we're getting uh, uh, sick from the vaccination. And they're getting this vaccinosis. So they, at the cellular level, they were react, reacting to the, um, to the virus itself and, and, and having a direct immune response to the virus. And, and this is part of the difficulty with our discussion is, is because there's such an engenderment of the fact that you've got to have the flu shot or you're going to get sick. And not only are you going to get sick, but you're endangering your coworkers and the entire population that you come in contact with. You're irresponsible if you don't get the flu shot. You know, it's just what we see on TV and in the newspapers. You know, you walk into the drugstores and this is what you hear. Um, so we all can just keep doing the best we can to say what we know, and that's that's the best I can do. Mm. But the vaccine has um, uh, long-term consequences are a significant um, a significant issue for neurologic disease and complications that add a greater burden to society. Well done. Well said. Oh, that's what I think. It's awesome, baby! Wow, that's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I got a caller on the line. Let me go over here and check him out. Uh, I think I had an 843. I think you pressed 1 and put your hand down. Um, if you had your hand up, please put your hand back up. I do see the 615 right now. I'm giving the Brendan in the line. If anybody has flu-like symptoms, they want to talk about the flu shot. It may be somebody on the line who works for Reader's Digest who says the flu shot is the best thing since pineapples. You can raise your hand, too, and express yourself. You know, we want to hear about it. 347-205-9089. Call it from the 615-481. Your microphone is wide open. It's awesome, baby. Good evening. Can you hear me, Coach? Absolutely. Who's this? This is uh, Bashan from Nashville. What's going on, Michelle? Thanks for listening tonight. No problem. Enjoying it, enjoying it. Um, I can say that uh, I had a coworker, my job sponsored, uh, giving everybody the flu shot that wanted to take it. Um, and one of my coworkers, she got the shot, and I guess the nurse put it 
somewhere in the wrong place in her shoulder. And right now she's still still from last year can't even raise her arm right after taking that uh that particular shot in her shoulder. What? Mhm. Yeah. She she got a shot and she can't even raise her arm. She got a flu shot. What they put it at in her arm? Either the nurse put it too too down too low or something to that effect. But after she got that shot in that particular shoulder, still to this day after last year's flu shot, she's still having issues with raising her arm correctly. Wow. Wow. So, so, um, that's better than being left paralyzed. You know, some people are left paralyzed and all types of things, like, you know, uh, types of symptoms and chronic diseases from from flu shots and other inoculations. Wow. I, I, I was also... I was also curious as to whether or not could could there be something encoded into that flu virus, that flu shot, that if uh, the government ever wanted to quote unquote get rid of a lot of people at one time, could they turn it on? Okay, somebody's laughing. Whoever that is laughing, that's your question. Whoever that is is laughing. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dr. Nardi. Now, this is a man who works directly with people at the FDA. So if there was any place that was going to be sneaking something into drugs, it would be at the FDA. So he works with people. Dr. Nardi, do, do you work with people who work there presently and formerly used to work there? Yes, 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 yes. And how long, and, uh, and how long, how long have you been working with people uh, who are employed or have been employed at the FDA? How long have you been working with them? Six months, one uh, year, two? No, just just eleven years. Oh, and, okay. uh, <laughs> just eleven years, and uh, in fact, it's, it, it is true. But uh, the problem is that you cannot say for sure what is really happening because uh, they have to do some tests. You see, they have to do some tests. They want, uh, the, the government has banned them from using human beings because they wanted to follow Dr. Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy. They wanted to follow his lead, you know, in uh, uh, testing uh, drugs or testing vaccines on healthy people, you know. And uh, this has been shut down, so now they don't know what to do. Um, you heard you you are very very familiar or you knew about the Tuskegee experiment, you know where they went out of their way to to take uh, to take uh, to conduct tests on 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 on, on uh, humans, you know not healthy people but those who were sick, you know. So they they are trying to do their best to find an outlet. And where is that outlet? This is their problem. So now they have these double-blind studies. They have these double-blind studies where the doctor does not know what the patient is getting, and it's only the manufacturer that knows what the patient is getting. It's a double-blind study. You, the patient, you don't know what you are getting. The doctor who is, who, is, who is prescribing it or who is administering it does not know 
what is in it that you are getting is only the manufacturer that sent a certain number of drugs or vaccines to a particular area that knows what is in it. So this is what the double-blind studies is all about. So this can go on and go on and go on, and you don't know what you are getting. So this gentleman, what this gentleman, his suspicion, his suspicion, um, um, he could be given some credit for this suspicion because we always tend to shut, I mean, to shut down the conspiracy theories and all that. But, you know, sometimes there's a ring of truth um, uh, around these conspiracy theories. You know, there's a ring of truth. Well, there you have it. Uh, Rashawn, did that, did, did, did that answer any of your questions or, or address your concerns? Uh, a little bit. I mean, it, it, it goes to say that, you know, like he said, the doctors don't even know what's in the virus so or in the vaccine. So they don't know what's in the vaccine. You know, they don't know what people could be putting in it. That's correct. This you know? is correct. Here's my take. Here's my take. Here's my take. I just want to add this in there. I want to add this in here. And... What was the um they just had this big um hurricane down in um one of the islands. Was it the Philippines or something? Not, yeah, it was yeah, the Philippines, yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now watch this. Here's here's why I want people to get the foggy particulates. Because you got foggy thinking <laughs> if you are not thinking this whole thing, this whole and it's called the King Alfred Plan. And this definitely ain't just for Bashan because he's very, very bright. It's the people that keep on talking about let's be afraid of the King Alfred plan. And I don't care that you can type it into Google and you can find it. I don't care. Listen, one more step. Let's go and say this is what, again, one of my mentors taught me. It's called I'll Give You That. Listen, if they kill off, let's just say if a third of the population in America died off at one time. There's enough people to bury them fast enough that the disease from one-third of them dying wouldn't kill the rest of the people that's living. You see what I'm saying? We don't have enough. You you would have to have a third of 300 million is 100 million. So if 100 million people died in one week, you would need 100 million people that needs to bury them quickly. Quickly, we don't have a hundred million people who know how to bury people or set them on fire or nothing. That means mm-hmm. that the person who was even thinking of this ideal says this won't work because if I do this, then I'm gonna kill me too, or I'm gonna kill all my resources because the greatest natural resource on planet Earth is a human being. Now, once I start getting outside of the planet Earth and extraterrestrials and things like that, then the, then the conversation changes. But most people are not there. But as far as on the Earth, I don't think that there's an Earthling who's very intelligent, who has a lot of money and that kind of power, who even wants to see a whole lot of the population die because he know that they're going to take a lot of the population with them and there ain't going to be no money circulating. You understand? The King Alfred plan crumbles and cripples the economy. And as Mm -hmm. evil as I think people are in the United States or the world or the Illuminati, they love money too much to kill y'all. 
They love money too much to kill y'all. They ain't gonna do it. They do. They they like no. We might find something where we can mentally remember. What are they doing? Putting fluoride in the water. Dr. Gibson just covered that. We'll just we'll just cut out their creativity. Drop some fluoride in the water. Let's just calcify. Let's just calcify some stuff in their brain so they so they can be foggy. But then all of a sudden, one steps through the crack like Dr. Nardi and says, "Hey, let me start decalcifying." Dr. Nardi, do you have a particulate that fights the effects of fluoride? Yes, we have even a particulate that is made from fluoride. Yes, we we have we have yes. So um, you fight fire with fire. If uh, just like vaccine, you know, um, if if a vaccine causes a disease, if a vaccine causes a disease, you use a particulate that is made um, from uh, for for the vaccine in order to fight it. The 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 vaccine causes disease. You know. So the same thing with fluoride. Uh, we have we have a fluoride that is very toxic, but you can still uh, use um, a method to to make fluoride fairly safe. But if a person is uh, is suffering from fluorine uh, fl- fluorine uh, toxicity, uh, there's a particulate that will that will uh, reverse or naturalize I mean neutralize sorry neutralize this uh, this toxicity so that the person's health will be restored. Yes, we have a vaccine, and we have a particulate for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. So I just wanted to just put that little interjection in there for all the people who worry about the King Alfred plan. And that's going to be another show on symptometry about how when you worry in yourself, you cut, you worry about things that can't happen or ain't happen and you're stressing yourself out, and you're causing grief to yourselves, and you're shortening your lifespan expectancy, period. This is, this is plain and simple. And live life, live it abundantly. When I start worrying about death and somebody trying to kill me and listening to too much Tupac, then you're shortening your lifespan. That's it. Stop playing, I see death around the corner, corner. That's what, what happened to Tupac. He didn't even see 30. Playing all that, I see Delta run the corner. Look, look at uh, Scott LaRock from KRS from, from uh, Now Productions. So my recommendation is live life, live it abundantly, practice your magic, you know, and avoid people who don't want to um, who don't want to live life abundantly. Just avoid them. You don't have to deal with everybody. You, we we're looking for magnetic connections, brother. Remember what the rules are. Your network is your net worth. So people who want to eat scientifically, hang around them people. You know, people who want to uh, make a lot of money, hang around them. Or you get people who just always talking negative and talking about the recession. I was down, I was doing some work today trying to make a lady some money, and every three minutes she kept saying, the recession, the recession, the recession. I was like, lady, will you shut up? You got bad magic. You're trying to mess up my pockets. So... <laughs> That was I didn't tell her to shut up. I don't want y'all to think I'm that rude now. It's in me, but I didn't say it. So I kept my mouth shut because I'm still trying to nurture her. When I come in there and bring her $500 over some of that stuff she want, then she's going to stop talking about the recession. But I told her it won't no recession. But anyway, that's just me. All right, Vashon, I appreciate you calling in tonight, big brother. Thanks for listening in. Thanks right. for tuning in. All right, appreciate it. All right, peace. It's awesome, baby. And the hits just keep on coming.
All right. Anybody else who wants to call in, 347-205-9089 is the call-in number. All you got to do is press 1, and we will take a call to hear what you got to say about La Flu, the flu tonight. So um, I think that uh, all um, – let me go and do my shout-outs. Big shouts out to the 916s, 678s, 347s, 708s. 571s, and 941s, the 804s, the 843s, 215s, and the 404s who tuned in to Zoom in tonight live. Big shouts out to Holistic Mystic down there raising the symptometry clan in, um, in, in Florida. Big shouts out to uh, Crystal Deloach. Big shouts out to Misha up in Canada. Big shouts out to all the Team Success and Illuminati Money members who care enough about themselves to be listening to the show so they can be well-rounded human beings that can be responsible for living scientifically. I just want to give all of y'all a big, 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 big round of applause. Just like Dr. Naughty says, y'all the most intelligent listening audience there is out here. And the hits just keep on coming. And I ain't going to let nobody fool y'all, neither. Wow, that's cool. Nope, we're going to keep exposing these jokers out here. We, we, no charlatans allowed. That's a T-shirt. I got food police on the front and no charlatans allowed <laughs> on the back. <laughs> what, what, size, what size shirt do you want, Doctor? Oh, I got to check with Dr. Wyatt. Dr. Wyatt, what size shirt do you want? What size food police shirt do you want? You want a medium what? or? Oh, um, is it men's sizes or women's? Oh, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I was supposed to ask that question. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going I'm to let you choose. I'm going to just, okay, for you, you get what you want. So if it's not the right size, we'll, we'll customize it. I want to get you a sweater. I want to get you a hoodie. I want to get you a jacket. I want to. Really, I want to get you a nice, long, white doctor's coat with Dr. Wyatt and food police on the left chest. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Arrive with you to the farmer's market. See what, kind of, see what kind of reaction we get. I know that's going to be entertaining right there. We're just going to do stand-up about a KLL. So, look, um, I don't know. Or, or, or we can get some signs. Or we can get some signs and go out and march in front of Walgreens and um, – no, 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 we can't do that. The Nardi says we're not trying no. to put people out there. I wish people would find other occupations, though. That would really make me feel good. Well, like I said, the call-in number, 347-205-9089. If anybody has a comment, question, or feedback about fighting the flu shot. Somebody asked me about fighting the flu. Wow. Fighting the flu shot. We just dispelling the myths of the myths about the flu shot tonight. Uh, Dr. Nardi, do you want to give people, or does anybody want to just, I'd like each one of you to give us one thing that you think is important. I know all of us have said a lot of things about the shot tonight, but I still want to give people a fighting the flu recommendation from a symptometrist. So I'm going to start with Dr. Abbott. Give me one, not ten, just give me one recommendation, and you can't use, don't be hard-headed. I already used that one. Give me one recommendation that people can use to fight the flu this holiday season. 
Right. White tea. 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 White tea. Back. You know the white tea. I know, I know. But somebody may think that, you, that you're talking about wearing a white T-shirt. I, so you yeah, might okay. You take white, you take the water, take cold water, whatever. Okay, some good good water, and, 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 and we don't want to get into that tonight. But, but, but definitely not hot water from the tap. And you're going to put your, put it on the stove, your cold water on the stove or room temperature water on the stove and bring it to a steam, basically, to a low boil and pour it into a teacup. And that's called white tea. And can you, can you give us the reason why that, why why you recommended that for fighting uh, the flu this season? Well, yes, because it it will actually help with expansion because it will help to raise the uh, the base temperature of the body and it and it will it will also help to um, dissolve any of the trapped salts that are that get you know get pushed around in the blood. So it helps to dissolve which in turn can cause all types of symptoms and things of, of that, you know, like that. Now, can I add Can I add a sweetener like agave? Well, you, you can, but it depends on if the individual has, um, if they have, a, you know, what other conditions, the pre-existing conditions they have. So you don't. So you don't want to use that. But yet you can use agave. But um, but just use the the hot water to start out with. Thank you very much, maybe, Doctor. Yeah, maybe twice a day. Twice a day. I'm going to go put me on some right now. I had a long one today, Doctor Weinick. Give me one recommendation, not the white tea. A white T-shirt and not hard-hitting <laughs> that people can use to fight the flu this holiday season. Have a source of hemion for one meal a day, at least three times a week. And the hemion, which you will find in um, red flesh, uh, especially high in bison. Uh, high in lamb and high in goat is necessary to support the liver and the bone marrow, uh, which need heme iron uh, to make enzymes and to build a strong immune system. So mm. if you if you support the cells to do their work, the immune system, as I said, is in large part coming from the bone marrow. So support the bone marrow to do its work, and you'll have a strong immune system. Amazing. Now, what if I don't eat meat, and I don't want to get my heme iron, my neem iron from lamb, bison, or goat? And you'll have to call symptometry to get... um, to get a supplement for heme iron. Wow. Heme iron 
iron is only found in red flesh. Wow, that's another. You know, she 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 just gave me another topic, but I ain't gonna release it right now. Go ahead, Doctor Abbott. What you gonna say? Uh, just this week, I I had someone who was a strict vegetarian for many years uh, went out and ha- and had uh, lamb for the first time in probably fifteen years, and I got about fifteen to twenty messages going. I didn't get sick from eating lamb. I didn't get sick from eating flat. I mean, text message after text message. I said, you must be very happy. I didn't get sick from eating lamb. And I was like, well, you know, because this is something that that's like, a, you know, just the, the word that goes around with people who haven't eaten meat so long. You'll get sick if you haven't eaten meat in a long time if you start eating meat. And, but if you eat scientifically and you, and you use it, with the right focus, you should be, you'll be able, the person will be okay. But she, she, this person was very, very surprised and now is on board with symptometry. Absolutely. So, love, I just love wanted it. to add that. Okay. Now, I'm going to pretend that I'm in front of the symptometry board and since I'm a healer and a Qigong and I know Dr. Nard is watching, I would like to make one recommendation myself to fight the uh, flu-like symptoms. Is that okay, Dr. Nardi? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yes. Mm-hmm. I suggest that people start to use Qigong's to pump up their lymphatic system. And I'm going to give everybody an easy two, well, yeah, I'm going to give you one easy exercise to pump up your lymphatic system. Stand flat-footed on the ground. This is easy. Stand flat-footed on the ground with your hands loosely beside you. And I want you to inhale and go raise up on your toes and raise your arms up to heart level in front of you. On the inhale and then on the exhale, Let your hands come slowly back down to the side and let your toes and your feet slowly go back down to the ground. That is all. Twice a day, ten times, at least three times a week. That means get up in the morning, you're getting ready to go into the, let's say you get up in the morning, you go cut your, um, your white tea on, and you got some lamb sausage that you took out and you want to eat, Just stand in your bedroom and lift up on an inhale, raise up on your toes, raise up on your toes and raise your hands in front of you to heart level and then on the exhale, go down. And what you will be doing is pumping your lymphatic system with live energy. Electricity is one of the best things to build up your immune system, and you'll be pumping up the lymphatic system up underneath the arms, right at the, those lymph nodes right under the armpits. They don't have any muscles in the gym to build your lymphatic system. You can get all the personal trainers you want, 
But as long as you lift and wait, you are not um, working specifically and directly with your immune system, your lymphatic system. So raise up on the toes and lift the hands on the inhale and slowly exhale and come down and let your hands lower down in front of you. And, of course, meditation. That, That one exercise, you're also pumping your kidney meridian and the heart meridian coming through your feet and then you're pumping your lymphatic system through the through, through the nose up, up underneath your armpits. Okay, so that's my suggestion right there. Um, Dr. Nardi, it's your turn. We want one suggestion for flight fighting the flu in this upcoming uh, holiday season. Um, it looks like you stole one quarter of a page from what I was planning to to put forward. And since you didn't know what you were uh, doing, that is not, that is not amount of stealing, but uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know whether, I don't know how to put it, but um, I really applaud you also for, for, for what you did because uh, I was going to the energy field and uh, I was going to the energy field and I was going to use electromagnetic field. Um, you know, these uh, uh, viruses, they, are, they have magnet, the bacteria have magnetites that help them to, 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 to read people's electric, electromagnetic field and know who is vulnerable and who is not. So strengthen your electromagnetic field. And you do that with positive energy. That's why I said, you know, I was, I was planning to go into the energy area when you stepped into it first. That's fine. <laughs> Strengthen the electromagnetic field with very, very positive thoughts. Forgive. Forgive people. Forgive. 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 This week alone, I've had five cases of cancer. And there's common, a common trait that runs through all of them. There is bitterness. There is bitterness. You kill my dog, I will kill your cat. Bitterness, 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 rancor, rancor, rancor. If you do that, you have a very weak immune system. Mm. You have a very weak immune system. Feel your electromagnetic field with positive energy. And many things that will hit this field will bounce off just like that. So this is what I wanted to add from the energy field. Thank you. Boy. And the hits just keep on coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it, it just feels good. Like That's like a high compliment right there. You said I took a quarter of the page. I mean, but you taught me. You said, you said listen. You said listen to what, listen to what the energy comes down. So I, I have to give thanks to the Megaforce for uh, having me on that frequency and that vibration. But that's also me staying in my lane. I only can, to me, I, I'm, a strong, I'm a strong believer in teach what you know that has worked for you. You know, you have 
children and grandchildren that this has worked on. You have people all over the world, and I have quite a lot of people who this has worked for, and so I just can only attest to something that I use and I work for, so I appreciate that. Um, and my boss just texted me from headquarters and said also they wanted to mention one that all three, all four of us left out. The therapeutic ginger drink. Oh yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh We gonna have some of that right early in the morning. I got some peeled already and haven't made it, so that's what's gonna be popping off around here shortly. So we got the therapeutic ginger drink. You drink that first thing in the morning. If you need the video, you can just send me an email. Or go to the SymptometryBooks.com and say you want the recipe, and we will send you the YouTube video that Courtney has made in New York that is, I mean, it's excellent. It's excellent. So I will send you the link for the video, and also we can try to get you the, um, get you the, uh, the paper recipe as well. And um, so we got the therapeutic ginger drink. We got the white tea. You need the neem iron from one flesh animal at least three times a week, whether it's bison, lamb, or goat. And you also can do a qigong that helps pump up the lymphatic system. And if that one wasn't good enough for you, you can just go and um, type in uh, Kair. On YouTube, type in Kair Standing Postures. Just type in Kair Standing Postures, and I got another video right there that will definitely leave you vibrating in, in less than six minutes. And then as Dr. Nardi say, forgive, show some compassion, show some compassion. Oh man, that was that was that was that was a big one right there, Dr. Nardi, because I was uh, trying to help a person catch a bus last week, and the drive, and they were like two more people were in front of them in line, and the bus driver was trying to leave, and I said, man, can you just show a little compassion? They're gonna have to wait five more hours if they miss this bus. It's only two more minutes. He said, what's that? I ain't got no compassion. And, you know, I just oh. felt. <laughs> said, what's that? I ain't got no compassion. And I said, um, you know, so what I did was energetically I gave him compassion because I normally would meet steel with steel. You know, I normally would say something rude. I, I mean, I ain't going to say normally, but, you know, I had the urge to say something very rude to him because he was overweight I could look at his face until he wasn't eating right. I knew he had a whole bunch of feces or something sitting up in his stomach that he couldn't get out because his blood was dirty, you know. And I could look at the I could look at the dark dark rims up under his eyes and tell certain things with that too. But I just kept my mouth shut and and did what I wanted him to do, which was express compassion for him since he didn't have any compassion. And um, eventually, I don't know what happened. The person did make the bucks. They did make it on time, and it was a, um, it was a, it was all a, a beautiful day in Zamunda, as Eddie Murphy says. So, I hope everybody who listens to the show really uh, tunes into that. And as always, when you get ready to get off the show, somebody raises their hand at the last minute. This happens all the time. Caller from the five seven one. I know you want to throw something in there. Caller from the five seven one two two four. Your microphone is wide open. Uh, I just wanted to piggyback on um, what everybody shared. I actually had the flu uh, the past few days, and 
each one of the things that you mentioned I have done, and they have helped can, me to get better. Can you, can, you, can, can you identify yourself first, please? I'm sorry, uh, Taylor. All right. Thank you. Hello, hello, Taylor. Hi. And so I've, I've done the tea, the ginger, um, with honey, and also uh, lamb, and they have helped. And people would ask me, you know, what are you taking as in over-the-counter medicine? And I tell them nothing, and I tell them what I'm taking. And, you know, most people assume that you should be taking some type of pharmaceutical uh, medicine, but it has helped. Well, thank you very much. And how long have you been practicing on sometimeetry and eating and living scientifically? Uh, for about six months now. And have you seen any results? I have. Well, absolutely. Do you? Are, uh, has 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 the results that you've seen in six months uh, cast any light on you or inspired you to stick with sometimeetry for another six months, maybe? Yes. Definitely, definitely. And I'm sharing it with as many people that will listen. It's awesome, baby! (laughs) Wow, that's cool. Yes, 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 yes. And the hits just keep on coming. Thank you so much, Caleb, for calling in and sharing that with us. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right. Peace. Y'all see that? It's growing. It's growing. All you got to do is just live it, man. And then show somebody that it's making a difference for you. I do I do stories sell. I'm I'm just letting people see my story. I ain't even, I was in the store yesterday. Now I'm long-winded. I got to let y'all get out of here. But yesterday, I was in the store, Dr. Wynick. And for me, now sometimes I slip up and I have to come to confessional. I have to come to confessional and say, you know, I slipped up and, I fell and a piece of chocolate fell in my mouth. You know, I was walking down the street and I tripped and the chocolate chip cookie slid in my mouth or oatmeal raisin cookie just, I don't know, just fell in my mouth accidentally <laughs> and I swallowed it. So, you know, but I was so proud of myself yesterday. I was in this store and they had every snack in the world, every <laughs> sweet and everything that had high fructose corn syrup in it in the world, and I had enough money where I normally could have, I always had at least a $10 snack budget, at least anywhere from 5 to $10 on snacks, and I was not even tempted. I even was in there turning my nose up like I was bougie. You know, I was turning my nose up like, I, I, don't, know, I don't want none of that. And, and, and this used to be some of my favorite items, favorite items like Y'all know it's Christmas time, so they got that they got that Daddy cake with Santa Claus, the white one with the little red dots on it. Boy, boy, boy. That used to be like, I'd just get two boxes of those and a box of honey buns to bring them home to the house. And I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even flinch. So I want to say thank you for, for me personally for some time just for kicking my snack addiction. I ain't going to say it was a habit. It was a snack addiction because it wasn't serving me at all. So I want to say, you know, that right there is just huge for me. I'm going I'm, I'm to do better on the chocolate chip cookies because that's only every once in the blue moon. But as far as like snacks is outright super sugar fainting, 
I'm doing I'm doing much, much, much better than I was two years ago. I, I couldn't even have imagined if somebody would have told me that I was going to divorce little Debbie. And I would say, oh, you, you're right. But, you know, me and, me, and, me and little Debbie, we've been together about as long as you and your wife have been married, Dr. Nardi. We've been together about 35 years. So I had to let her go. And um, I, have, I, I have some time to thank for it. And then, of course... I'm just past my uh, uh, one-year anniversary. Well, I'm at 13, I'm at 14 months now. Of no cravings whatsoever for marijuana. So let me go ahead and get myself. And the hits just keep on coming. So for those listening, if you can just get rid of two huge vices in it, if you can just get rid of two huge vices in your life, is it worth it? Is it worth coming over to some tree and trying what we have and get rid of two huge vices? Most of us have five or six huge vices now. Everybody, everybody has huge vices. So is it worth you getting rid of two of them? I just want you to ask yourself that. And if it is, I want you to give... Dr. Nardi a call, I'm sorry, Dr. Uh, Abbott a call at 336 9183 or you can schedule and talk to Dr. Wine at 336, is it 540 or 549? 545-545-1020. 545-1020. That's Dr. Call her and say, Dr. Whining, I want help with two big vices. And she'll say, ah, you were listening to Kair. Or you can get in contact at the headquarters. That phone number is 708-691-4977. You can also visit the website, symptometry.com, and um, fill out your form there for your, for your um, consultation. Or you can also, we'd like to invite you to Symptometry Books, so you can get the correct, you know, if you have eat right for your type, and I'm tired of running into you people talking about I'm an O positive and I can eat this, and I'm an A negative and I should eat this, then why don't you have what to consume right beside it, okay? Why don't you have the downside of nutrition right beside it? Put it up, put up, put up. So I definitely would like for people to visit some geometry books and treat yourself, don't cheat yourself, this holiday season. Also, you can see the How to Ginger video is on the Symptometry site at symptometry.com forward slash ginger hyphen recipe. www.symptometry.com forward slash ginger hyphen recipe. Is that I will send it to you to the same link. All right. And I'll probably post it on my Facebook tonight too. So, uh, does anybody else have any parting words um, before we get out of here tonight? Well, I, you know, of course, I know I want everybody to say goodbye or what are your thoughts on the show tonight? Dr. Weinick, I'm going to let you go first, ladies first. Oh, my thoughts are um, uh, excellent, and uh, I'm glad that we discussed this, um, this, this topic in great detail. And then you had different points of view from the different, uh, from the different panelists. Uh, this is very enriching uh, for, for the for the for the general public. 
you know, and it's, it's also very enlightening. And I uh, thank you very much. So this will be my parting comments. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Wine? Uh, I would just like to reiterate that uh, I would like to encourage people to to ask more questions, um, to ask more about what's you know what's in what you're asking me to to take, and how will this affect me, um, and just be a little bit more informed. Uh, when when you're making decisions, not just about vaccines, but about anything that you're putting in your body, try to be as clear as possible on on on, on the science of, of of what's happening, because the human body is is uh, doing a lot of very complex scientific reactions all the time and it, it takes very scientific precise care to tend it in an optimal way. So I encourage people to support support their own health and in that just as you were saying, symptometry has moved you from your cravings in the cookie aisle. Um, it's amazing what happens when when um, the cells are nourished differently, and choices are different. So, yeah, I encourage everyone to just have that experience of what being optimally healthy really means. Take a chance and explore. Mmm, mmm, mmm. She quote. She quote. I mean, I know you don't know this person and you're not directly quoting them, but as Dr. Nardi said, you just, you just took some a page or a phrase out of one of my uh, peers, and you probably never heard of him. His name is A.A. Rashid. He's always saying, if you never took a chance, you never had one. If you never took a chance, you never had one. So here you have it from Dr. Weiner. She said, take a chance, people. Take a chance. And Dr. Abbott, my friend, my mentor, what you got for me on your last parting words today about the show? Did you have any fun tonight? You learn anything? Oh, yeah, it was an excellent show. Excellent show. Um, we had always learning things here on on Coach Kaye's show. Uh, we have, um, but I, I want to um, want everyone to go out and and and, and get the book uh, Vaccine Merits and Demerits, so you can find out about these flu shots and inoculations and different shots. We didn't really talk about the book that Dr. Nye has um, on uh, the subject. And just want to encourage people who are interested in learning more about uh, symptometry to check in with symptometry and and look to explore the uh, six-month program so you can find out more because all the people that you've heard tonight, those who called in, Coach Kaye, myself, Dr. Weinick, we've, we've uh, benefited from um, being involved with symptometry and learning about the the, the way in which uh, their applied therapeutic science has, uh, has the truth weaved in it, and it will definitely help you to improve as an overall person. 
That's all I have. Thank and, you. Um, yes, indeed. Thank you. I definitely appreciate that. I know we have a special uh, the package. I'm looking over here right now. The family health package. You get the vaccines. You get the um, what we got? We got the vaccines, merits and demerits. Intelligent children are not born. They are made what to consume, and the 12 steps to healthy longevity. Now, if you're talking about what you want to do for the flu, you get them four books and read them. You get the vaccines, the intelligent children are not born, they are made what to consume, and the 12 steps to healthy longevity. And I don't think that, uh, I think that'll be, I think when your cells see your fingers going over there making the order on the internet, they will just start dancing for joy, you know. And that's a man. Dr. Nardi, I want you to get ready. We might do a show next week on something called Good Luck. We may just do a show called Good The Science of Good Luck and how, you, and how your cells can produce or prevent you from experiencing good luck. Woo-wee! I think I'm trying to step outside right now. Hold it now, Caillou. Hold it. Hold it. Trying to pull the big guns out. So, um, I do thank everyone for coming out. I also have still have free gifts for anyone that visits the Coach Kyer website, CoachKyer.com. Please go over and get your free gift for Christmas, for the holidays, forever. Change your life, change your mind. Also, if any of you are interested in making some of this Christmas money um, on eBay and uh, just going through online sales and interested in conscious commerce, you can hit up my two websites. Uh, honesthustle.info, honesthustle.info, or I also have Money Making Mamas. You single mom, Money Making Mamas.info, and I also have what's my third one? I think it's Stay at Home Moms Jobs. Stay at Home Mom Jobs. So if you're a stay at home mom, you're on the computer all the time. And you say, hey, I need a little more extra income. Now, I'm not trying to promise you a Corvette in, in 90 days. I'm not doing that. But if you want to easily make um, some extra money on eBay, we will show you how. There's a lot of people doing it right now. It's so simple. And um, I'm all over it. Or you can contact me directly, and I can walk you through it after you watch the video. My number is 336-587-1215, 336-587-1215. I look forward to hearing you all. I love you. I love you. I love you. Love yourself. Change the world. And we will see you. I don't know. We may see each other next week. But we will definitely um, be in your area very soon. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll talk to you all. Peace.
every I love you No matter how you say it It only matters what you do See, love is universal And know that someone's loving you No matter how you say it It only matters what you do Take the time to tell someone that's 